Welcome to South Florida Sunday. Sharina with you. And today I'm joined by Annie Noble from the Lord's Place, a stable in our community and a place of hope when you need it the most. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. So glad to be here today. Um, can you kind of introduce yourself and let us know what role you play at the Lord's Place? Yes, thank you. So my name is Annie Noble. I'm the Chief Advancement Officer here at the Lord's Place. I've been here for seven years. Wish it was double, triple that. Um, I am in charge of the fundraising and development here at the Lord's Place. And for those who are new to the area or who may not know much about the Lord's Place, can you kind of tell us what the Lord's Place does, the services you offer, and your mission? Absolutely. So uh, the mission of the agency is to help break the cycle of homelessness here in Palm Beach County for men, women, and children. We are the only agency here in Palm Beach County serving all three, and that just makes us so We really are able to transform the lives of about 1,900 individuals every single year, and that just makes my job so rewarding. That is amazing. So what kind of services do you offer for people who are suffering from homelessness? So here at the Lord's Place, we offer a lot of wraparound services uh, for the people that we help. We are able to serve about 275 people a night in our housing, um, but we are able to really transform the lives of about 1,900 people a year. And we do that with clinical care coordination, a job training and employment program. We have reentry services for people who are exiting incarceration. We also have youth services to break the intergenerational cycle of homelessness. But along with our job training and employment program, we also have Joshua Catering, which is a social enterprise at the Lord's Place, where we're able to put our apprentices back to work. Above and beyond that, our street outreach and engagement team is a very talented group of 15 individuals who are out on the street engaging with people who are currently and chronically homeless. And so by providing all these wraparound services, we're able to bring people in, really end their cycle of homelessness, and put many of them into housing through the Lord's Place and through some of our partners. And it's with that really combined effort of our programs and services that we're able to keep them housed, which has been really, really impactful for our clients. That's amazing because, yeah, like you said, it's more than just housing. It's actually, you know, giving them the skills they need to succeed in, in society. Absolutely. Um, so the Lord's Place has been in our community for like over 40 years. That's a long time. Can you kind of tell us how it's developed over time? I know that it started off as a soup kitchen. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite stories to tell. <laughs> so more than 40 years ago, Brother Joe Ranieri wanted to raise money for the first homeless shelter here in Palm Beach County. And certainly he had a mission to do so because he lost his brother to homeless on the streets of New York. And so it was near and dear to his heart. He actually slept in a dumpster for 30 days to raise awareness and money for the first homeless shelter. Well, partway through, he hadn't raised enough. And he said, dear Lord, if you help me with this, I'll name the agency after you. Well, lo and behold, he did and he did. But here we are 40 years later, certainly not a soup kitchen. um, (laughs) And believe it or not, not religiously affiliated. Um, We serve all walks of life, both hire and help. And I'll tell you, that's one of my favorite things about the Lord's Place is that we really serve the world here. And while we do feed very uh, feed our clients very nutritious and delicious meals for breakfast and lunch, we're not a soup kitchen. People come in and have a true dining experience where they have um, breakfast in the morning, and in the afternoon we'll have actually um, a soup or salad, an entree, a dessert. It's really a delicious meal where people are able to sit down and eat with dignity and respect. 
and engage with volunteers and our in-reach team to be able to provide the services that they need to get off the street permanently. Wow, I love that. That's amazing. Thank you. In addition to your wide variety of services, you also have about like 12 housing locations. Is that correct? We do. I absolutely love to show people the map of the Lord's Place because while our main campus, which I know we'll talk about soon, is located off of Australian Boulevard in West Palm Beach, that's just our campus with our program services, Joshua Catering and Cafe Joshua, our meal program. But scattered throughout Palm Beach County, we have all these other housing campuses. We've got a family campus in West Palm Beach for 37 families, our men's campus in Boynton Beach for 50 of our men. We've got our women's services. We actually have um, soon to be four campuses for our women's services, serving about um, 50 people. And then we also have our Operation Home Ready program, which is individually leased apartments all throughout Palm Beach County, serving those who are chronically homeless. And I'll tell you, we are so excited because we are under construction right now for Burkle Place 3. That's one of those women's housing facilities Mm -hmm. at campuses that I mentioned, um, where we'll be able to serve 21 women, 50% age 18 to 35, and 50% over the age of 55, really having that multi-generational model. You know, we're really seeing an increase of people experiencing homelessness over the age of 55 for the first time or just aging rapidly on the street. So at the Lord's Place, we always try and meet the unmet need, and that's why we'll have Burkle Place 3. And excitingly enough, um, we also just acquired a cute little campus in West Palm Beach that we'll be renovating um, this coming year for up to 15 elderly men. And so we're really just running the gamut. I mean, I don't even think I listed all of them, but we really pride ourselves in having housing for about 275 people a night, over 400 people a year. And certainly, gosh, it's not enough, but at least we're making a dent in it. Yes, you are absolutely making a dent, especially coming from just being a soup kitchen to like over 12 campuses and you're still growing. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, in exchange for the housing, uh, what is expected for those who uh, receive, uh, I guess you say, your care? Um, when you say exchange, we have um, like a menu of housing, right? So it's not one size fits all. And what we serve um, for our, or what we have for our men is different from our women and families. And so there's nothing really in exchange except for our graduate housing. So each of our housing facilities offers something a little bit different, but mostly it's free of cost. It's really um, our way of helping in, here in the community in somebody's journey out of homelessness. But as you can imagine, there's not any affordable housing here in Palm Beach County, right. certainly not for the people that we serve. And so we do offer graduate housing, which of course I did not mention a minute ago, but we have, um, I think it's about seven different graduate housing facilities or affordable housing um, where we're able to serve about 50 clients a night in our graduate housing. And they do pay rent, but it's, oh my goodness, so low, like 250 to $350 a night oh, wow. um, to be able to stay in our graduate housing. And so, um, you know, what our clients give us in return is really just, um, working the program, understanding what it means, you know, to have um, to come out of homelessness. You know, you really can't make anybody um, do something, right? It right. has to be their decision. So the clients that we serve in our housing really are ready to take that next step and are usually involved in all of our programs and services. 
so that they can take that next step out in the community into their own housing. What about those suffering from mental illness or some kind of substance abuse? You know, at the Lord's Place, we really serve many people with multiple barriers to self-sustainability. You know, we do get the phone calls of, I just need first class and security to get back on my feet, but that's really not the clientele that we're serving here at the Lord's Place. Oftentimes, they do have mental illness or addiction or trauma in their past. It's really those multiple layers and trying to build a life on a very unstable foundation. And so what we were able to provide here at the Lord's Place is a community, a family. I mean, we really become people's in case of emergency and support system that they've never had in their lifetime. Yeah. And I like what you said, too, they make the commitment, they make the choice to, uh, you know, be there to get help. They absolutely do. You know, you can't make anybody do anything that they don't want to do. And so more often than not, when people come through our doors here at the Lord's Place, we are their last resort. And so they come in really in dire need of these services. And we're very proud and pleased to be able to provide them. That's amazing. Um, In addition to the housing, um, you also opened a new campus, a main campus. Uh, What are the services that are provided there? Thank you. This is just my highlight of my career, I have to say. Um, We went from a 9,000 square foot facility on the same footprint on Australian Boulevard, leveled it and rebuilt a 25,000 square foot campus. Oh, man. The first floor, if you divide it in quarters, a quarter of it is our engagement center. This is the opportunity for our clients to come in five days a week, Monday through Friday, 830 to 430, and get out of this weather. Mm. I don't know about you, but it is not fun being out there in the heat and the rain and the humidity, certainly with hurricanes knocking on our door. Um, And so it's really wonderful that they're able to come in, rest, charge their cell phones, get a warm meal, and engage with our our outreach and in-reach workers here at the agency. A quarter of it is our outreach team um, and really those first steps and connections to benefits, emergency housing, social security benefits, et cetera. A quarter of it is our kitchen that serves the other quarter, our Cafe Joshua. And so it really is just this well-rounded first floor um, with those first steps in someone experiencing homelessness and in their journey out. Now, upstairs is where we have our job training, our housing, our classroom, our reentry services for people coming out of incarceration. And so really that's their next step in the journey is to come upstairs. But Um, We also have all of our administration here, and I'll tell you, that's really wonderful because we were in temporary locations for the last three years. We've always had our services open for our clients, but it's really wonderful to all be under one roof now. Right, right. And I really like that you also provide for those who are like the reentry program for those who are incarcerated, because I think that that's a faction of people that people often forget about. It is. And and we see it as a natural intersection. We have clients experiencing homelessness who end up becoming incarcerated because they're hungry and they might take food or um, they might be trespassing, just trying to get a safe place to sleep. And then we have people who end up incarcerated and then no place to go when they exit and becoming homeless. And so it's important for our team to be able to engage people just as they're exiting incarceration so that we can ensure that they have both housing and sustainability largely with um, with employment. Wow. I'm just in awe at how the Lord's Place was just a tiny soup kitchen to like this huge enterprise of facilities that pretty much has every single service. 
that someone who is suffering from homeless may ever need. I have to say we wouldn't be able to do it without the community. I mean, our board of directors, our volunteers, our donors, our staff all truly believe in the work that we do. And as a result, they've really wrapped their arms around us. They see the good work. They see the people we're helping, the lives we're changing. And I know we'll talk about it in a little bit, but we've got some events coming up where you can actually hear our clients' stories. And it's not only transformative for them, of course, but it's transformative to us as staff and volunteers and donor in the community to really know that change is possible. And these people are humans with inspiring lives. It's just, it's so gratifying to be able to work alongside them and see what they can achieve. Exactly. And you are a nonprofit. So um, how do you uh, finance all your services? Oh, my goodness. That's what keeps me up at night. (laughs) So so we have about a $16 million operating budget, and we fundraise about half of that. We do have government funding, but we pride ourselves on a lot of private funding because that's how we're able to serve those who otherwise wouldn't check the box, right? right? So we have all different kinds of funding to ensure we're able to serve those who wouldn't be served anyplace else. Now, I have to say, we have some amazing agencies here in Palm Beach County helping those people experiencing homelessness. And and so wonderful that we're able to collaborate with them. But we really try to not duplicate services. Um, So you have events coming up. Uh, Can you kind of tell us about some of them? We do. Um, The most important one that I'd really like to talk about today is our Ending Homelessness Breakfast. It's Thursday, November 16th, and we just opened up registration for both tickets and tables and sponsorship, of course. But um, this is where we have, oh, I don't know, about 600 of our closest friends join us at the Kravitz Center Cohen Pavilion in the morning. We open our doors at 730, and the program is just a 90-minute program starting at 8 a.m. And I'll tell you, we always have Diana Stanley, our CEO, do a state of the agency, which everybody looks forward to because everybody wants to know the state of homelessness and what we've done to help move the needle here in Palm Beach County. But the best part is our clients vie to stand up on stage and tell their stories. They want to get up there and, and tell their stories of redemption. And I'm just so excited to have everybody in the room, um, donors, volunteers, our staff, our clients who tell the most amazing stories. And we are also just so grateful to have always had Hubbard Radio as a sponsor of the Lord's Place and of this event. It's just such an important partnership and we love working with you guys. Oh, thank you. We love working with you as well. And you are amazing. The Lord's Place is amazing. Uh, Can you tell everyone, our listeners, how they can get involved with the Lord's Place? Uh, Where can they find information? Absolutely. The best place to go is our website, thelordsplace.org. That's plural. And we also have our email info at thelordsplace.org. Those are the two best ways to learn more about our um, services, find out where we are, phone numbers, et cetera, thelordsplace.org. Thank you so much for all your time today, and I truly admire your mission. Thank you. We are so grateful for this community. We wouldn't be here without all of you.